Alrighty, guys. Welcome back to Two Girls, One Gay. <laughs> Hello? Are you coming to this party tonight? No, we're filming a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> guys welcome back guys you oh got my goodness shy logan and mia here ready to take on the world <laughs> take on discuss the things oh. tell you guys what's up yeah shy's headlights are on oh <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't looked at the youtube video come guys, check it out get his views that's an incentive <laughs> go watch the youtube video there's a little surprise <laughs> Never, no, but I'm the shirt is cute. Tell them what the shirt is. <laughs> the sh- guys, my shirt is so cute. I got this off Depop. It says MILF in training. Adorable. <laughs> because I am. She wore that the. <laughs> she wore that to therapy today. I did wear therapy. <laughs> my therapist liked it. Cute. I met my spirit animal today in therapy. Oh. If you guys have ever done any uh, hypnotic spiritual work, um, when you go through trauma when you're a child, a part of you leaves. <gasps> and so usually it's... um. A shaman that helps bring it back. My therapist is kind of like in that realm. Um, and you have to meet your spirit animal in order to find the part of you that left when you were younger, when you experienced the shama. So today I met my spirit animal, which is really cool. Um, How do you find out what your spirit animal is? Yeah, can you tell us what yours is? So um, you go into a state of hypnotherapy. It's not like, you know, with the clock that's dangling in front of your It's not like that stuff you see in the movies. She has these little pads that you put in your hand that vibrate. So your conscious mind is focused on like, oh, my God, what's going on in my hands? Um, and then you close your eyes, you take some be- deep breaths. It's a part of like meditation. She, in my case, she, she leads you down this journey. You, there's a certain... Um, atmosphere that you have to be in you have to start at the top of a staircase start at the top of a staircase and like whatever setting mine was outdoors um whatever setting you're in and then you go down this staircase keep going down and then she says oh there's going to be an opening to you right and you like it seems stupid but when you are like in that state of meditation exactly how she's guiding you through it you see everything at, like mm-hmm. also like other things too but you see everything that she's telling you and it feels so real like when i came out of it i had to like blink my eyes and like wiggle my toes because I didn't feel like I was actually like back into like a room with Spooky. the wall. Yeah, it was cool. So you go down the staircase and it's supposed to lead you um and then you're supposed to it's supposed to lead you to like it could be a tree trunk. Mine was a tree, so that's right. A tree trunk, uh another path, a different room, whatever it is, and it's supposed to be like a portal and you go through it and then you get in there and um there's gonna be a lot of animals because throughout your entire life a bunch of different animals will help you on a journey one and they all mean different things one means confidence one means power strength this that, and the other and she says when you first meet an animal you're supposed to ask are you my spirit animal and if there's hesitation or anything like that then you're like thank you for coming here move to the side and i had to go through like five different animals before i found my spirit animal and it can be anything it can be any animal that's kind of like your patronus mm-hmm. that's kind of cool yeah can i guess yours sure a quail a quail? No. I guess I guess the tortoise. <laughs> I don't know how you guys feel, how I feel about you guys. Wait. I think mine would be armadillo. a hummingbird. An armadillo. Oh my god! I thought what? you said, I I thought you said a dildo. <laughs> a dildo. No, mine. My spirit animal is a horse. 
I thought it was going to be a lion because I've always been really connected to lions throughout my entire life. Mm-hmm. But it was. You do give horse girl vibes. You do. You In a good way or a bad way. Anyways, what are, what's the topic today? All right. So, <laughs> as we were saying, in our first few episodes, which if you haven't listened to them, what are, what you, are you doing? Thinking, doing. Go. Yeah. What are you doing? What's going on? I'm going to bully you. But <laughs> in case you just stumbled across this and you're interested in this topic, in our last couple episodes, we talked about how horrible modern dating is and the lonely epidemic. So we thought, why not keep these good vibes going and talk about <laughs> anxiety during the nasty, a.k.a. sex. Anxiety during sex. Yeah. Um, so I kind of wanted to open the floor and ask the question with you guys, if you think sex has changed in a positive or negative way in the last decade, (laughs) before I give you the stats, having sex for a decade, starting it off strong. Um, (laughs) (laughs) silence is loud. So, um, yeah, I, I do believe sex and the act of sex has definitely changed in the last decade, just with OnlyFans, social media, porn, mm. all of that stuff definitely has, definitely has changed. I feel like the image around sex. Yeah. yeah. I think like there's, I, think I there's feel like you're less. interviewing me. Like, right no, now. no, I just like, I'm <laughs> like, are you scared of you? Like, tell me. Like you're looking at me and you're like, yeah, I feel free. No, I agree. <laughs> I, agree. I agree with yeah. that totally. I think. Back in the day, sex probably was a little bit more intimate. And also, I think it was... I can't imagine back in the day if you're... Like, when people would go steady or whatever. Mm-hmm. And oh, there was courting and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. They weren't just, like, going on dates and then hooking up. Yeah. It wasn't, like, little one-night stands. It was took a long more, time like, to... their intention behind it was right. to find a partner. Mm-hmm. And then to, like, have a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can't imagine that it was super you know sexualized right off the bat but i think nowadays like you said with porn and social media and then you know i don't don't think a lot of people's intention now is just to like date and like be in a relationship i think it's just right for some people just to like hook up yeah hookup culture is alive and well and definitely i think affecting all of us yes but also probably frowned upon back in the day because you know yeah well yeah i mean what would they call the like an they EGA. call them whores. A yeah, scarlet, scarlet. A scarlet. Yeah, like, yeah. is that <laughs> heathens? No. What? <laughs> what are these terms? Yeah, I'm like, what is? What would? There's another word that I'm thinking of. I can't think of it though. A but charlatan. I. <laughs> but <laughs> also, like, just back then, I would have even. I would have anxiety about, like, getting courted by a guy and marrying a guy and not. You know, like you want to test drive the car before you buy it. Totally. I don't, I still to this day do not understand waiting till marriage. (laughs) I just don't get it. Yeah. I could never do that. I get waiting a little bit. Oh, of course. But like till marriage, like you don't know, like what if he, like what if he's, what if it's really bad? Yeah. What if you, I mean, I think some things can be like you can work out the kinks and stuff but but what if you can't what if they just like what if you get into it and they just have like a really small penis and that wasn't well, your sure thing you, i'm sure you some people love small penises but what if what if that just wasn't for you yeah, yeah. Well, don't you do everything else before sex though right normally i back mean yeah the, like back then oh i'm saying like i don't know now 
What do you mean? Like oral? Yeah, like oral stuff. Like people definitely do that before sex. I think it's just the act of penetration is what they're not allowed to do before. Well, back then, no, you weren't allowed to do anything. Mm. Now, <laughs> you can get around. The sm- now, I still even like would wait before like sucking a guy's dick. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it depends on. It depends, <laughs> he is like not. It depends me. on the situation. Uh-huh. It truly depends on the situation. I think. I'm just like it's funny because I mean it, probably for the same with you guys when I got my first boyfriend like we waited six months after we were boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Oh God, six months. Yeah, after we were boyfriend and girlfriend. But oh. I was also 16, and I was can't there, be me. You know. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, anytime after that, I don't think I was like boyfriend and girlfriend, and then have waiting. You know. I respect that though. I think I was just I didn't know. But how how old were you? I was young. Yeah. Oh well, I, that makes a little bit more sense. I feel like. Yeah. I feel like nowadays though, would you get into a relationship with somebody and wait six months to have sex? Probably not. It's because only like feel I feel like a couple of things could happen. It's like <laughs> you can stand by that, and then the other person's gonna be like, "Fuck that." Yeah. I feel like I'm the opposite now. Like when I was younger and I had my first boyfriend, we kind of started having sex like pretty early on now i'm just because on the topic i have so much anxiety about like because i haven't had sex and i'm going on 10 months mm-hmm. have not had sex and <laughs> going on 10 months so now <laughs> i have so much anxiety when it comes to that like i i feel like i forgot how everything works i don't even know what to do anymore you just it's like riding a Red bike eagle. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> The study that I found that I wanted to talk to you guys about, <laughs> a failure to launch. We're all about research this season. We are. Look at us. Brainy. Back to business. Doing our work. Brainy? Did you say brainy? We're brainy. On tops of oral. Speaking about brains. Speaking about the dome. <laughs> okay, please, okay, this please is get my word. Study. <laughs> Just, definitely not brainy anymore. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought I would bring up some stats, specifically a UCLA study on sex and media but specifically the idol and mm-hmm. euphoria. Mm. Okay. Which yeah. I found interesting because um, I think those shows are not as interesting to Gen Z because what Gen Z wants to see is more platonic things. And mm. it made me start Good. to think like, are things so available to people? Are people becoming desensitized and they're not as interested in it because they've seen it so many times. They want to see maybe content that shows like real life uh, relationships and experiences, platonic friendships things like that. A 2021 study by the CDC reported that 30% of teens said that they had sex at least once before, which is down 38% in 2019 and over 50% in a decade prior. So um, I shared that article with you guys from the LA Times, A Failure to Launch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they were talking about why young people are having less sex. And one portion read that in an age where hookups might seem as unlimited as like swiping, you know, uh, it's easy to assume that Gen Z should be having a lot of sex. But because it's so available to them, they're really uninterested in it. Mm -hmm. I feel like that goes for a lot of stuff. It's like if you come on too strong in a relationship, it makes the other person back off. If somebody if something's too available to you, like your natural instinct is to. Yeah. Move on to something else and yeah. find something. Right. If I like. Lo- everybody loves a chase, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. If I had like a pasta bar, for example, just yeah. sitting out in my kitchen and every day I had pasta available to me, like we love pasta. But yeah. if you 
have it available every day. You don't want it. Mm-hmm. Oh, speak for yourself. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, not maybe some of us do. You just my Italian grandmother is rolling over in her grave right now when you just. Yeah, but I found that a lot of Gen Zers have had sex like once in the last years with the studies reading. And I read that thinking about you. Oh, I'm, I'm so glad that I'm always I was on like, your mind. You're part of the study. <laughs> Amazing. I am so, I am so happy to be a part of this, guys. It's really been a crazy journey. I'm ready to move on to something else though. Oh. <laughs> anyone's available <laughs> you heard it right here sorry girl um but, but with that being said i feel like uh what i was just talking about everything being right in your face all the time a good topic to start on could be porn i think well i just think that everybody has so much access to porn from a really early age it probably yeah. doesn't do you any good to become desensitized to sex that mm-hmm. early on mm-hmm like it makes that's probably like my first actually I'm trying to think about my first like porn experience and I don't even think it was mine I think one of my siblings had like printed out like pornographic images of like playboy models and like hid them and then my mom found them and then I like later on like found them like in the trash or something mm. that my mom had thrown away mm-hmm. And I was just like, what the? F-? That was the first time I'd ever seen like a woman like fully like. Did you get like naked? Aroused? No. Oh. I've always been gay. Trust me. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> From a very young age, I knew. <laughs> Honestly, like, I, I don't want to say I've always like watched porn. Like, porn's, you know, obviously very, you know, everybody watches it and stuff. But honestly, I've gotten so sick of it. Like, even in the past, like, I don't know, like five years. Like, I don't. I'm not, like, on porn, like, looking for a good video. I like to come up with things in my mind. That's what gets me going. And uh, Very mentally stimulating. Yeah, and I like to, like, whoever I'm crushing on or whoever has my attention at the time, I come up with a little scenario and I make it, like, a whole, like, a whole evening. Like, we go on a date and then this mm-hmm. happens and then, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So you, like, create your own, your own fan fiction? Yeah, my own scenario in my mind, which I think is much healthier because... I'm sure by now it's, it's circled the internet. Like a lot of people have seen the study of that one doctor. We talked about this, that one doctor who did the study on like, I think it was, uh, a br- it's three different brains. One's alcohol, one's some sort of drug. I think it's cocaine, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third is porn and the third brain with, of like just continually consuming porn, the brain is like shriveled and like oh. really high, like flamed mm-hmm. and like irritable and stuff like that. And, um, he was just saying that like, if you watch porn, like every single day, like your, your brain is slowly like shrinking and dying in a sense, like it's shriveling up, yeah. you know, you guys got tiny brains. So stop. So, you know what, if you're, you know, just create up scenarios in your mind, it's so much more fun. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm trying to th- figure out the best way to like, See that because, like, obviously, if you're watching porn, it's a very like quick fix Mm -hmm. to something. Like, you're you probably are wanting something else, like more real, but like it's not readily available to you. So you, I guess, settle for watching porn because Mm -hmm. that's the most exciting thing that you can probably do to get off. Yeah, but just takes away like the intimacy of the whole like what it's like porn is not romantic like at all i fully i mean i guess you can find like ones that are but yeah i feel like most people who do watch porn 
and especially like people who've been watching porn for like a really long time, I can only imagine that you probably start off pretty like softcore and then you get into like a bunch of different like once that stops working for you, yeah, you probably get into like a bunch of other like mm-hmm. things that are like way more hardcore. Mm-hmm. And then what do you do when you're like actually with a person? Yeah, like, I think that's... I would assume that that would make it harder for you to get off. That's definitely mm-hmm. the downside of it. I think there's a spectrum like it can be healthy in a way where it's like maybe you don't have courage to do something. Maybe you're learning like more educational. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It gives you the courage to do things because you're like, oh, this person, there's there's people out there that like this. Yeah. And so maybe it's not so weird that I like this. But on the other end of the spectrum, kind of what you were saying, it does desensitize you to mm-hmm. your real life scenarios. Well, it's like uh, the guy, the character in Secession mm-hmm. who like can only get off. Like if he's being humiliated? Uh, Yeah, he he has to be dehumanized. He has to be called pathetic, like a little weasel. That's the only way. Like sex for him has to be wrong Mm -hmm. in order for him to get off. Mm. Yeah. I can't imagine that that is strictly based off of him just watching a lot of porn. No. It's probably from like, (laughs) it's trauma from a childhood. Trauma, drugs, like all all that. Yeah. Yeah. But that is very interesting. I can, I would have to assume that porn is a big part of that. For sure. And I just feel like it's so kind of what we were talking about before. It's so available and there's so much back in the day you would stumble across maybe a video or like maybe there was like a few websites, but I don't think it was like everywhere. And now it's everywhere, which I feel like kind of brings us into our next topic, which is curiosity is gone mm-hmm. um, because we're seeing everything. We're not even asking for it. No one's wondering what it's like. And I feel like that's another reason as to what's stopping younger people or just people in general from wanting that. Yeah. You mean curiosity of sex? Yeah. Like, you know, um, sex sells, but it's not really selling anymore. It's literally free everywhere. It's mm-hmm. in your face. Um, yeah. Not just talking about obviously porn or um, those kinds of things, but also in performances, right? I would say that some of the performances on the Grammys, for example, it's very sexual, I don't know. Every movie now has a sex scene. Like, you can't watch a TV show or a movie without there being a sex scene in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's everywhere. European cultures embrace, like, naked bodies and sex and all of that stuff more into their culture. And their crime rate on that stuff is lower. Mm-hmm. So I, like, go, I teeter back and forth. However, it's just different in the United States. We're just a little too much with it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. No, I get, I get what you're saying. But I think the curiosity of sex, it's just like <laughs> sex is portrayed in a way that isn't romantic, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So I don't think people are eager to do it because. Well, I wonder if that's what's leading more Gen Zers to not be in like relationships. Yeah. Because that study that's talking about platonic friendships, they just want to talk about their connections and sex is a form of connection. That's kind of admirable though. Like they're prioritizing real connection over yeah sex yeah mm-hmm. and it is available to them because of apps and stuff kind of what the study was saying i think it's everybody's like, just like so over it like <laughs> i mean social media really has just ruined so i mean i love social media it changed my life but it, like social media and like the internet and apps and dating and everything just being like right here at your fingertip whenever you want <laughs> it has ruined a lot of things like curiosity for example mm-hmm. well even like 
with the apps, everything is so available. So you're seeing everything. Like grinder, yeah, like that is crazy. And honestly, it's more honest. It's more of a turnoff in a sense because you just see all the freaks. Like there's <laughs> just so many freaks, and like you're actually sifting through so many like weirdos to get to like one like good person that mm-hmm. you might like actually have a real connection with. <clears throat> Most of the time, it's not really a connection. You're just like having sex, but like. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, like, very weird. But, I mean, when it comes to curiosity, I guess, Grindr's probably the place to go if you're I mean, curious. Yeah, every, yeah, everything's on the internet. Like, Drake's dick. I want to talk about it. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's intimidating. That's in your, like, like all dicks are welcome in this household. I don't shame whatsoever. But if I was a virgin or a young girl... And that, it's like, is that what they look like? And that popped up on my Twitter, my friend in high school, because that's what we did in high school. Whenever, like, celebrities' nudes got leaked, people will send it everywhere. If a friend of mine, and I was in high school and I was a virgin, said that to me, I would be so terrified to see a dick. You'd be like, yeah, I'm not having sex. Yeah. Like, that's what sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That? I mean, I wouldn't have sex with Drake after seeing that, to be honest. Because you like boyfriend dick? I like boyfriend dick. I don't, I, like, a big dick is not up my alley. Literally. <laughs> like, it's just, like, it's just not going to work. Literally. You know? But it's not even that it was that. It was very long. Like, it looked very long. And it long. wasn't hard. Like, actually, before any of the, like, comparison things between his dick and those, like, car salesman <laughs> things that are, like, going like this, that's the first thing that came to mind. Yeah. And it wasn't even hard. See, that's, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I like how he handled it, though. He didn't say anything. What do you yeah, mean? Yeah, he did. No, he did at his concert. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, no, he posted No, a I think story. that was AI. He posted a story. No, he posted... He, it was live. He posted oh. a story that at said... his concert. I wasn't hiding my dick from the world. Did you he guys did, not see that? He no. did. It, he did have in his song that this long dick, can't say the word, um, ain't for the long talking. That's in one of his songs. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. (laughs) But do you, I have a question. Do you think, so whether it's Drake's dick or like people on social media or the models that do porn, do you think people see it? Like, would a guy, a regular old Joe off the street, see Drake's dick and be like, wow, my dick's not like that. I'm now insecure. Or I know as a girl, like, see, sometimes not, not so much on porn. But on just social media in general, seeing girls who look like so incredible, like I, I know I've felt insecure about my body and that's, you know, made me not want to like have sex, like body dysmorphia mm-hmm. with sex. Like, do you th- think that plays like a huge part into it? Have you ever been like, like the an- anxiety, like of- having anxiety because you don't feel like you look like what they're seeing <clears throat> on the Internet? Oh, I see. Like, it's not real, you know? Oh. I, not necessarily, are you talking based just off of like, dick size and shit? No, no, I'm just talking about like, just body dysmorphia. Just body dysmorphia, wise. just being like, oh, like he's probably watched porn and he's probably watched really oh. hot girls have sex. Like, oh, I'm not gonna have sex with him because, like, I don't look like that. Um, yeah, I can see how that would lead to anxiety during sex for sure. Mm-hmm. Or I'm not performing like how they perform. 
in porn videos. I'm not making those noises. I don't. I don't ever. I don't ever compare real life sex to porn ever. I don't think I. I. I never have because it's two completely different things. I'm. I don't think that's actually ever crossed my mind while having sex. I would ever. Think the same. I feel like it is more of a performance. Yeah, I in, think of it as a performance. Yeah, yeah. Like I literally, if I'm ever watching porn, I'm like these people got paid to do this. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you're. I swear, like, actually goes through my head. I'm just like, this kind of fucked up, (laughs) but it's like, (laughs) good for them. (laughs) Well, I'm sure, I'm sure people have felt that way, or I'm sure even guys who just aren't as emotionally mature as you, Logan, have uh, been like, oh, she doesn't look like the girls in my porn videos. I'm not having sex with her. I'm sure someone's thought that. I'm not. Well, I feel like that's fucked up for them, and that's on them, though. Like, that's the girls that are having sex with those guys if they're feeling that way then it's like you don't want to have sex with a guy that like that mm-hmm. but also i just like sorry i got an itch um <clears throat> please don't be a bitch um don't be a cunt oh my god this is not what we're here for <laughs> wait this is what i was trying to show you guys he said i wasn't hiding my meat from the world i was hiding the world from it poppy you put it to a story. Honestly, slay poppy. <laughs> Ch- champagne poppy. That was his story after his nudes got leaked. He said, I wasn't hiding my meat from the world. I was hiding the world from it. <laughs> that makes sense, because that thing's a fucking dragon. That thing will terrorize Literally, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, he's funny. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I'm sorry. You didn't itch, so. That was question, funny. question, question. I have a question for you guys. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I don't, I was gonna say, I don't think this, okay, so, like, I know in, it has been, not in my relationships personally, but in relationships in the past with some of my, like, old friends, mm-hmm. they've had a problem with their significant other watching porn while they were dating, and I think their issue was that, like, he's watching women that don't look like them, mm. and, the, like, the boyfriend's response would be, like, Oh, well, I, I have you all the time. I kind of just want some, I want to see some diversity, you know? <laughs> yeah, we love Amanda. <laughs> like, is that, <laughs> are you guys fine? All right. Like, I guess my question is, I don't care. I, I don't care at all as long as I don't find it cheating, but some people find it cheating. I wouldn't say it's cheating. I think I would have, like, I would probably feel some type of way about it, but that's, like my own thing like what what do you mean just like at first like the first thing that would pop into my head and be like oh was he not like interested in me anymore but then i'd be like i mean as long as it's not affecting our sex life or my relationship Mm -hmm. do what you want Mm -hmm. but i think that just comes with communication like if you're like if you should probably have a conversation about that yeah if you're worried about them watching like too much porn or like Mm-hmm. A specific kind of porn that you might not be able to live up to in your actual, mm. your personal sex life together. Um, but I mean, if they're not getting it from you, they're going to find it somewhere else. So at the same time, like, I'd rather you find it through porn than find it with somebody else, you know? Yeah. Is that wrong? No. I feel like that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. But also, you, I don't feel like that should be a thought in your mind. Like, oh, I'm worried they're going to cheat. So hopefully they just watch porn. No, not even like... <sighs> <laughs> No, well, the thing is, is like if you're watching porn, I'd rather watch porn with you. And have then, you ever like, done that? Have like, have you like, done just, that? 
with like one person, yeah. I've never done that. What do you, what do you, like, what do you, <laughs> what, do you, what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you, like, what do you do? You watch porn and you watch porn and, then, watch porn and then you make your own. You watch porn and then you, are you, ma- are you like doing acts while you're watching it or do you just sit there? Well, I think a lot of people, honestly, porn can like be a tool, especially like if your relationship is getting a little, maybe your sex life is a little stale and you need to yeah. spice it up. Yeah, porn is maybe a good place to get some ideas yeah mm-hmm. do you care if your boyfriend watches porn i assume not no um to your question before i feel like i would prefer for them to diversify their option because i've met people that fetishize asian women and it's like mm. really weird mm-hmm. when they only watch asian porn it's like um okay yeah you feel like an object so i think i would prefer them to I feel like an op- struggle of a woman. <laughs> yeah, you're what right. I feel like that every day. What is you guys's? <laughs> That's my fucking job. <laughs> I feel like I already know this answer, but I feel like you should let our audience know what your go-to porn is. Mine? <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> I thought you were just looking at me. Oh. I was like, I've said mine. You have said you go back to season one, episode <clears throat> seven. Oh, if you want to. Oh my it. god, she knows <laughs> the exact episode. I remember everything. Well, like, I, my go-to is my mind. <clears throat> okay. No, I'm serious, because I create a whole story up here. Tell us a story. I usually, well, the, <laughs> it, this, this is some Mr. Darcy I, shit. You know what? It's actually, I'll tell you this, and this is crazy personal for me to say. Like, one thing that helps me... <laughs> <laughs> one thing i've noticed that i've incorporated with all of my porn scenarios in my mind is that it is one very very intimate and we're saying i love you during it yeah yeah because relationship sex is the best yeah i've always created relationship sex in my mind Mm -hmm. that's really sweet that's crazy. Bro. That was like a Miss America answer. That's actually <laughs> my, if I ever look up porn, it's, it has to be like between like couples. Mm. Like you don't want like the pool seem... guy knocking on the door. <clears throat> well, that stuff's kind of fun too. It just depends on what kind of mood I'm in. You know, it's just, you never know. Cause obviously <laughs> if I'm, if I'm in a relationship, I think spicing it up is like, yeah. you can create scenarios and stuff yeah. with, your sex life. And you know, I think we that's have a fun. cool guy. What? At our house. That comes every Tuesday. Yes, I've seen him. He's not my type. Thank oh. you. <laughs> Just saying, if you want to. Every time they show up, try to turn some blinds down. She's like, shades down. <laughs> <laughs> it just gets really dark in the house. Yeah, but they feel really bad. They're like, are we ugly? <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, that wasn't, that's not the, the reason I'm. No, it's for the dogs. It's for the dogs. Cause the dogs are going to go crazy and bark. I'm not. And also like, I'm working. And I do OnlyFans for a living, so I'm just rolling the shades down. Yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't. Well, the scary part is, is whenever I'm in my room, because a lot of, I'm usually working from my room. <laughs> yeah. And it's like you today who just randomly show up outside of my window. Oh, sorry. Well, I was getting Max. He was screaming. Max is a cat. cat. Shy is um, a cat to be <laughs> 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 Um, no, but they just randomly show up right outside my window. Oh, yeah. And it just freaks me I've out. I've been changing day. before in the club. I like, I, yeah. keep the, I like that. Well, light. they don't. I don't. I don't really think they look in. I think they keep their head down. Yeah, I've never like seen them like peek in. Even but look still, in. Yeah, no. It always like catches me off guard. <laughs> no, me too. Yeah. Well, um, okay. I just hit the mic with my titty. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Keep the sound in if it goes. Play that back. It was like a little bloop, doop, doop, doop. bloop. Um, first time with new partners. How does it make you feel? <clears throat> does it make you anxious? I think yes, <laughs> anxious. But at the same time, when I'm like with a new partner, it's less. It's like a combination of excitement and anxiety, so I can't yeah. really ever tell the difference. I think it's normal. Yeah. But it's more curiosity because you're just like, I wonder how this is going to be, you know, yeah. or how it's going to go. Yeah. But I think you can always tell if, like, there's, like, a really good vibe there, like, if you're going to have that kind of chemistry, too. Yeah. I, but I think it is very anxiety-inducing. I mostly think it's anxiety-inducing because you've played it so many times in your mind before. I mean, if you really like the person. Mm -hmm. So I feel like you're kind of thinking to yourself, is this going to meet that expectation? Um, that's what freaks me out. Mm -hmm. um, but I was saying that it's, you know, it's never perfect. It's not going to be like the movies. I feel like that's the only time that sex is perfect the first time. But in reality, most people are not psychic and they're not going to know what you like or what you dislike or what turns you on. So agreed. It's normal. Well, also, I think there's different anxieties, obviously, for me than maybe for you guys. Like, it depends on, like, if you're going to be topping or bottoming. Like, you don't ever want to just, like, show up and then not really. Because mm -hmm. that's the thing is, like, you never. I don't go into dates or anything with, like, sexual. I'm not ever asking anybody, like, what's your sexual. Are you no. a top or a bottom? Yeah. You know? Because, like, usually I'm fine being one or the other but at the same time it doesn't yeah it can... i don't know that can cause a little bit of anxiety mm -hmm. because there's different energies and sometimes one person is giving off more mm -hmm. of like that top energy and yeah. one person's giving off more of that bottom energy in a situation where you can't tell how do you go about that yeah i feel like it's just like a trial and error type thing like you just see what how it plays out mm-hmm it, given that you are like attracted to that person and like you want to see where it goes and like have an interest in like getting to know them more and stuff like that and you want to get to that point yeah i'm not ever trying to the only time i would get anxiety about it is if i'm actually dating that person and in that mm -hmm. case if i'm dating that person like i'm not gonna have be having sex with them like the first date no yeah i if i'm like really into somebody i would probably wait like four or five dates into it yeah yeah do what if like <clears throat> i'm just i'm just curious like do you like do people usually ask before like even going on a date because like what if you really like like someone but like it's both I know. bottom situation i've had anxieties about that too because um i think i'd been on like three dates with this dude uh at this point it really hadn't been spoken about but like we obviously were super into each other mm. and <clears throat> i could tell that it was definitely going to become something more but in the back of my in the moment i'm just like having fun and like going with the flow on the dates like nothing sexual whatsoever except for like make out and stuff like that but in the back of my mind i was definitely anxious to find out or at least have that conversation of so, like, what do you prefer? Because it's always mm -hmm. just, like, a weird Yeah, like, topic. what if you guys really like each other, but your sexual preferences don't line up like that in terms of, like, the gay community? 
then I guess that's just like, if you, I, I think if you like somebody enough, you'll figure it out. But at the same time, you know, sometimes I guess it just doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. But like I said, like I could go either way, but sometimes if it's like a specific person, I'm just like, I would rather it be one or the other. Yeah. If that a, make, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Sorry, there's a bug crawling in my chair. How to flick it? Oh, yeah. bye. Where'd you flick it to? On you, on purpose. What about you with um, first time partners? <laughs> I'm trying about. I'm trying to think about how my relationships have gone when with, with my first boyfriend. He was the person I lost my virginity to, so obviously there was a lot of anxiety with that whole situation, as there would be losing your virginity. My second boyfriend, I am. Trying? Oh, I remember how it went. Yeah, we didn't have sex for, like, I would say five, five dates into it, like, five to six dates into it. We waited, we waited, we waited a long time. No, <laughs> we waited, like, five or six dates, but, um, I think with my second boyfriend, we were extremely passionate towards each other. I didn't feel any sort of anxiety. That That was just, like, an interesting relationship because even though, like, it ended really badly. The beginning of it was like, whoa, like we were so electric, like very drawn to each other, could not stay away from each other, very passionate. So like when that happened, I was like, I can't wait, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, with my last relationship, I never planned on dating him. I, I didn't really like him. I, he was a hookup, I guess, actually, that kind of just ended up sticking around for two and a half years. But, um, we hooked up first didn't talk for like eight months and then ended up dating. Um, but I was really like, we were both really drunk when we hooked up. So I don't remember the anxiety, but I feel like, like I said earlier in this episode now going into it because it has been a while. And because I personally feel like the next person I do have sex with, I'm, I'm going to make sure that it's like, I'm going to date them. Like it's going to be a a very strong connection. Mm -hmm. I'm not just going to have sex with anybody at this point. I've waited this long. So I feel like I will have, a lot of anxiety with that like hopefully they're very sweet and comforting but yeah well i think the more it means the more anxiety you're gonna have yeah yeah um, but at the same time the any... better it could be yeah that is true i was gonna ask if you have anything that is helping you kind of calm those nerves or if you have any advice to those alcohol oh <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> i probably will have to be a little little tipsy when it comes when that i don't i don't know because i haven't like it hasn't happened yet but right now i'm not thinking about it because i don't know when it's gonna happen like when i'm gonna have sex again and i'm not really like worried about it. it's not like the main thing on my mind right now yeah um i just know that like the next person that i'm going to have sex with more than like like i like i said i want to be like in a situation where I know that we're going to date and stuff. So obviously there's going to be really strong feelings there. And I, I know that he will be very comforting and accepting because I wouldn't date someone who wasn't. Yeah. You're going to pick someone that is going to make you feel. It's going to make me feel like really great. I sound like I'm about to lose my virginity. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) To what you just said, I was going to ask you if going into our next topic, if you think, there's going to be a little bit of performance anxiety as well, since you haven't in a while. Or I'm a pillow princess through and through. <laughs> I feel like you never Elaborate. know. You never I, know. I don't Performance anxiety, I don't know. Well, here's the thing. That's, that's, that is the thing that I am scared 
about is that my next partner will be more experienced and more of a freak than I am. No, that's, you're a freak. That's good for you, though. Yes, I feel. Like- I feel like they will have a combination of freakish, but like at the same time comforting. So you'll feel more comfortable. I feel like it will. It could possibly bring something out in me that I haven't experienced. The one thing that I have performance anxiety about, even though I know I'm good at it, is sucking dick again. Because <laughs> it's been a minute, and I'm just like, I don't want to lose my technique. Just grab a, grab a just object like, in the kitchen and fry. Yeah. There's a, there's a cucumber in the fridge. Just don't put it back. Yeah. <laughs> the cucumbers in the fridge are mine. I'm like, why does this have teeth marks on it? <laughs> no, I don't you're use like, her teeth. I don't. You're not. like, cut it <laughs> But that's the one thing. Everything else, like, it's it's kind of hard. Like when you're the girl, to like. I'll give you some pointers. Anyways. <laughs> oh my goodness! Do you ever get performance anxiety? Um. He's performing all the time. No, I'm not. <laughs> God, you make me sound like such a heathen. Anyways, um, I mean, I would have to say, yeah, like occasionally, but not if I'm. Have you ever had performance performance anxiety so much that you couldn't get it up? No. That's the thing. I don't like, yeah, I, I would get maybe a little nervous or anxious, but not to that point where I'm just like not able to. Yeah. Do I'm sure that eat, happens you know? all the time for guys. Though. Yeah, I was looking actually on Reddit for my story and doing research. A lot of people talk about how it's such a big issue, but mostly because it's happened to them once and it affects them moving forward. Like they can't stop thinking about the time previously. So it like kind of is a yeah. self, what am I trying to say? Fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So The only time I couldn't get it up was when I was super drunk. Oh. Whiskey dick. Yep. Yeah. Well, that happens. It's okay, guys. Don't worry about it. It happens. We're understanding. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. No one's going to get offended. And if they do, then that's They're okay. not then, the right one. Yeah, then fuck them yeah. for that. What about you? Do you ever get in performance anxiety? Well, not currently because I've been with the same partner for four years. I just feel like, in general... I feel like no. There's one thing that you have to do... Yeah, like you and know you what get you're. Get it done. You know what thing, has um, to happen. Yeah, I don't feel like I have. <laughs> don't be scared. What? One thing needs to happen. That's the thing. I don't to feel you? like it's in general to make love. Huh? You're both going into the situation knowing what you want out of it. That's the thing. Is like that's why I don't think there's performance anxiety. I think it's excitement and you both know what's about to happen like mm-hmm. it's either going to happen or it's not yep. i think performance anxiety comes in if you're with somebody like brand new mm-hmm. and <clears throat> i still don't even i don't even think i would consider that like performance anxiety because i'm not worried about my performance i'm just worried about the outcome mm-hmm. and like when i'm having sex with somebody like my main concern is that they're enjoying themselves mm. you know Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, that would be, like, the anxiety mm. for, like, to make sure I'm doing everything I need to do to make sure they're yeah. enjoying it, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, that makes complete sense. Did that just, like, I don't know. No, I fully get what you're saying. <laughs> I feel like I'm just <laughs> saying a bunch of shit. I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you 
Because you're looking at me funnily. Funnily? Funnily? I just gave you the confirmation that I understood exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And I agree. Um, what do we have next? Attachment during sex and and detachment during sex? I feel like, yeah, like, I feel like it can go either way. Like, you either get really super attached during sex or you completely detach from sex like you disassociate i know emily mm-hmm. radikowski had said this a, a long time ago because she was very sexualized very young she was a model and she had had that um whole thing happen with her in the that music video blurred lines where oh, the guy had yeah. touched her inappropriately mm-hmm. she she was married for a while and she, she's divorced now but she had she said that she had to look in the mirror while she was having sex and like come back to her body and be like, I'm having sex now. Like we're, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. And she had to do that every time she had sex for like a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would think that's because of the over sexualization that she went through. Yeah. I'm sure. Or I think with people who have experienced sexual trauma, they don't, they're not in their body whatsoever no. when they're having sex. Yeah. When you have trauma, like your body literally rejects whatever's yeah. happening and you, your mind goes on autopilot. I think it's really important for partners of people who have had sexual trauma to like not take that person. Yeah. Don't take mm-hmm. offense. Cause I think that is a big part of what can cause resentment in relationships like that. Mm-hmm. Like obviously I think the sex probably starts off really good because it's new and fresh. And then once that person starts to like, you are in a relationship and things are becoming more intimate and like they start to mean more when you're actually having sex and just it's just a very intimate setting that person is then going to start to shut off like yeah. maybe they weren't before but once it starts getting into that zone it just they're not there mm-hmm. so i feel like not taking that personally is like and like just communicating about it but i feel like i don't know that's like such a hard situation to get through yeah therapy i think that's good advice though and everything takes time so yeah. as long as you're actively trying to, you recognize a problem and you're trying to fix it. I think that's what matters. And having people that are going to be there with you to ride through it. Mm-hmm. Do you think that having sex with somebody makes you more attached to them? Or do you think that it's just, can you like control that? For me personally, I, just because I find it very intimate, I... I'm extremely attached to the people that I have sex with or have had sex with because that's not something that I do on the norm because of a lot of anxiety about that. So, yeah, I, I get more attached to the person that I've had sex with. Mm-hmm. That's why I that's why I can't do hookups because I'm, I'm going to fall in love with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I when I used to do hookups, not really. I think I like, can choose when I want to. Yeah. But there's also the what is it called? The love hormone that comes out when you're having sex so obviously that is supposed to create a bond yeah sometimes it, maybe you do start crushing on them a little harder after you do it mm-hmm. what about yourself i think i can choose but i've noticed if it's just a hookup i leave not feeling like dirty is the wrong word but i feel like slightly bad mm. not that i regret it but just like bad about myself because i'm like what what was like the reasoning that like why did i need to do that yeah if i know it's not going to happen again at least at least with that person that's why like i 
I don't really do like random hookups. Anybody that I do have any sexual contact with is like somebody that I've already like been out with mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. And I prefer to do that because I know we already have a connection and like mm-hmm. I trust that person. And it's also somebody that I would probably just like go to dinner with and enjoy my time, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But on the small number of times that I've like randomly just like hooked up with somebody I've noticed like afterwards I'm like "Mm." what I didn't need to do that yeah yeah and then I'm just like I don't know it just kind of makes you feel like icky yeah Mm -hmm. because you're like what was the reason like another body for what I know yeah another body it's literally for what out here catching bodies (laughs) but um no, I definitely think I I can choose, but even when I choose to like not care, I still end up caring. Yeah. So I would prefer to like be with somebody and that I enjoy and like and want to like have something with. Yeah, I think people should be more like that, to be honest. Sometimes I wish I could choose. If I could choose to like switch it off, I probably would have had sex by now. But, like, everybody that I've ever had sex with, like, I, I've never had, like, like the hookup. Like, we've talked. Like, I, yeah. I've mm-hmm. gone on dates. I, I started to imagine, like, what it would be like if we dated them. And, like, I just feel like, for me, and I feel like it's weird now. This, this feels like a therapy session that I'm about to get into. Because I am very out there online with my body and stuff. I need something like that to be extremely intimate to me. Mm-hmm. And so sex is the one thing that, you know, isn't really out there, really out there, isn't out there on the online about me. Like my body is, but like not the act of sex or getting to know me or being intimate like that Mm -hmm. with me. So I, I need, I need something, you know, Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Taking it back. What? Taking it back. Taking our power back. <laughs> Taking oh. our power back. Oh, is that what you said? <laughs> I love. It. Well, it's just like I respect that because you're kind of what you just said. People who kind of just see this version of you, but in order to actually be with you, you know, they have to like go through all these other steps, and that's important to you. And yeah. You're not going to just like give it to whoever. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah. I've got the power. <laughs> I can imagine Mom. that being in your position. And then putting myself in the shoes of somebody who would date you. That I'm sure it could be difficult. Like, do you think that... I want to word this correctly. Do you think that there are a lot of conversations that you have to have beforehand getting into a relationship with somebody who might be a little bit like... It would come from their insecurity. Yeah, Mm -hmm. a little jealous. But, like, jealous of the fact that, like so many men like fawn after you but like Mm -hmm. they're like they should feel good about it because they're the one that actually has you but i'm sure that causes a lot of insecurity in relationships yeah i've actually had this this conversation before with um the guy that i talked to met in new york Mm -hmm. um Mm. when he found out that i did OnlyFans, and me personally i would obviously want to date a guy that's definitely like okay with me having an OnlyFans because that's I'm not going to stop doing that um but he was not okay with it and that was like our first like 
that like we talked tiffs that we like talked about and his biggest thing was like he already has like normal he said normal but he's actually a very insecure person but he at the time said that he has normal insecurities just like every other man and for him to just know that his girl like was also being perceived in an intimate way and he's he like to me the word intimate like they're not like the way he said it and the way I perceive intimate is like completely different but he was like that she's also being perceived intimate to like all these other guys like that he's like that's gonna really freak me out and I was like but in no way the same yes and not the same sense whatsoever to me to me it's not to me they're two completely different worlds like I genuinely treat my job like my job Mm-hmm. And I have like set work hours and like all that stuff. Like it is my job. And I, even when I'm taking OnlyFans content, yeah, like not there. I, yeah, it's, it's like, a, it's a detachment in a way. Like, yes, I, I'm present and there and I'm doing the things and, and it's really fun. And I'm really glad that this is my job, mm-hmm. but it's not the same to me as if I was having a one-on-one conversation with a guy that I liked or was dating and he was getting to know me intimately or like even the same lingerie that I took a bundle in, it being used, like, in bed, to me, they're completely different. Mm-hmm. And that one-on-one connection with that person in person, like, the feelings, the emotions, the touch, like, everything, that is extremely intimate to me. Mm-hmm. And I had to, I, I explained that to, like, he obviously, like, he does have really big insecurities. and But, like, I, I got very lucky that, like, my my past relationship was, like, he, like, he never cared about the OnlyFans world and that I did that. And he was very supportive on that end. And I would want someone who is supportive and just doesn't see it that way because, like I said, that's my job and it's not the most intimate thing about me. Like, like this, like me talking to someone, telling them my insecurities and like that I have anxiety or like all of my trauma or like whatever, that is intimate to me. Actually having sex with someone is extremely intimate to me. Mm-hmm. So it to me, it's they're two completely different worlds apart. You know what I would be insecure about? If a guy went and saw a hot therapist, because for me, that's more emotionally damaging to me. How would you know? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so just, there, some people cheat with listen, their partners with their therapist because they're so like. They should be more worried about what? that. If you. I was saying the guy should be, that guy that you're talking to should be more worried about you going to a hot guy therapist because a man that listens to you and he's hot. I have never had a hot therapist. I've never had a hot therapist, but there has been one. like people that cheat on their significant others with their therapist their because number. that person is like more, is listening to them. Yeah, but sense. that's their job. And that's the thing too. It's right. Well, you're like married to a, a therapist who happens to be hot, like. I think it's if like, my wait, therapist, like, that's my job. Like, if my I'm, therapist was was hot, I would find another one. Hmm. Truly, yeah, I would not. Be, I, I would. That. I would not be able to just sit there and like talk to like a really hot dude mm-hmm. about all my Your shit problems. about all my problems. And he's listening and he's validating you. I'm like, you, <laughs> you stop have talking. Me, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I would literally like turn it into something it's not. I would feel like the not to be like conceited or anything but i feel like the therapist would like start like crushing on me <laughs> so i feel yeah. like i just couldn't tell him my problems I'd, my, I'd feel too in my head about it that's what my mom said we forced our, our mom to go to therapy and then she said that the therapist started hitting on her so she stopped going well, your which, mom's gorgeous 
but she needs to go to therapy. I mean, yeah. And that's annoying, so fuck that guy because she stopped going after that. <laughs> Anyways. Like, Sorry, my therapist was too hot. I couldn't do it. <laughs> that would that'd be a really good song lyric. That is crazy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do you want to Sorry, I'm not going to say that. I have a question for you guys talking about like anxiety and kinks and like all that stuff. Ask away. If you have a very specific kink and it's out there, it's pretty weird. When do you bring up kinks with your partner? Is that something that you would say on the first date? Like, hey, by the way, I'm into this. And if you're not, like we can go our separate ways. Or do you like have regular sex and might not get off completely and then bring it up to your partner? I think if you bring it up on the first date, you're psychotic. Yeah. Agreed. Um, <clears throat> I think that getting like sex with somebody new is like a learning experience. So obviously there's going to be like maybe like good times, awkward times, bad times. But like once, I don't know, like after a few times of having sex, maybe then. Yeah. I don't know, because you never know what that other person brings to the table that, like, you might really enjoy. But if you're still not getting off after, like, a few times, then you can be like, hey, maybe if you're down, like, would you be able to, like, would you be interested in trying this? Like, honestly, like, and then you can have a conversation about it. I would definitely not bring it up on the first fucking <laughs> I date. Imagine like, imagine. Be, like, in a bedroom with a guy, and immediately he's just like, suck my toes. I'd be like... <gasps> you're like, what? <laughs> the first... I'm sorry, say that again? Fuck my toes. I'd be like, it, wait. <laughs> that was me sucking the toe. I'd be like, get out of my house. <laughs> if you're drunk enough, would you suck a toe? For sure. Um, It depends Do where the feet have been. No. Depends where the feet have been. Yeah, the, I, they would have to be did we, thoroughly did clean. Did shower or... You would need a pedicure first too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. A lot of a lot of people don't do that. Well, yeah, I've I'm not into that. Toes. If I was drunk enough, though, for sure, I probably would. Toes. Yeah. Oh, I was like, what are we talking about? I'm not into sex. <laughs> yeah, I thought, that's exactly what I thought we were talking about. I was like, wait, you're just like not into it at all, unless you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> that would be sad. Um. Well, since we started talking about how sex is an anxious thing nowadays we decided to wrap up the episode with a little fun segment which is us reading little cute reddit stories oh god i'm gonna go first because i just these ones are hard to find okay one second Ah, i feel like excited man i feel like yours is really raunchy so you're gonna go last it's not. You pick so the raunchiest one. It's not raunchy. All of these the are based off of. <laughs> all of these are based off of anxieties during sex. So real life experiences. Real life experiences. Don't try this at home, kids. Mine's not that crazy. You can try it at home <laughs> if you feel it. so inclined. <clears throat> yes, I get anxious. I will fart during sex, and it just makes. <laughs> Wait, start from the beginning. Yes, that is the beginning. <laughs> That's the beginning of it. 
Do you mind? Sorry. Okay. Start again. <clears throat> yes. I get anxious. I will fart during sex. And it just makes me not want to be, <laughs> not want to blank or what? Yes. I get anxious. I will fart during sex. And it just, just makes me not want to. My husband has even. Oh, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> like, did a 12 year old write this? <laughs> it literally. Oh, not 12. Oh my God. What? 16. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay. So many things to cut. Just so many things just to cut. Turn it over. <laughs> yes, I get anxious. I will fart during sex and it just makes me not want to. My husband has even said he wouldn't care, but it just makes me so embarrassed. The idea. And then any desire just disappears. I used to just have a glass of wine or something to help me relax for this particular anxiety, but now I'm not sure that would even help. There's no resolution. It sounds like, okay, so if I had to prescribe her anything, she needs an emodium or some gas X. Oh yeah. Because it sounds like she has like a gas problem. IBS or something. Yeah. Needs to lay off the dairy. Maybe maybe try like maybe a... Raw veggies, can't do that. Mm-mm. Yeah. Poor girl. Lay off the broccoli, bitch. What if she thinks when she's queefing, she's farting? Oh. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, what if she thinks that her queef is her fart? Well, can you not tell like, where it's coming out? Bitch, you think you're the shit? You're not even the fart. Okay. <laughs> no. I become <laughs> Um, that's really sad. Well, at least her husband is very welcoming. He's very understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if they're married, like. That's the thing though, is like, if I had a farting problem during sex, <laughs> and my husband was like, I don't care, let's just, who cares? Everybody farts. We all have an asshole. But like. I would be like, okay, fuck it. I don't care either. I know, but wouldn't it get annoying after a while after the. Um, if you're farting that much, okay. Well, here's the thing: anal is different. Like you're gonna fart because you're just having air pummeled up your asshole. (laughs) You're gonna fart. I just mean like her or the wait. I'm gonna. Is this is this is this a man and another man, or is this a man and a woman? No, it's a woman and a man. Oh, that's what I'm I'm saying. saying. Like my side hurts. But it could be a woman and a man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's the situation. It's like, you know what? I don't care anymore. Next. <laughs> okay. No solution for that one. <laughs> we need to do this at the end there of the episode. There are solutions. Okay. Gas-X. <laughs> so, <clears throat> after graduating high school, all my friends decided to have a beach week. One night... After some drinks, this girl was very forward and asked if I wanted to have sex. Little virgin me was scared as hell, but not about to pass this up. We go into a dark room, start kissing, and get down to business. I have no idea what's going on, so I'm on the bottom. It's about 95 degrees in the room, and she gets it going pretty hard on top, so my sweaty head starts hitting the backboard. I'm already not having the best time, but to top it off, this girl is getting way into it and starts scratching my chest violently. And this was no sexy scratch. She was literally drawing blood. I guess my penis felt I was in danger, and I could faintly hear it whisper, I'm going to get you out of this, buddy, and it slowly went limp inside of the girl. After a minute, she realized what had happened. I got out of there as fast as possible to go nurse my bleeding chest. My friends refused to let me die. 
die. <laughs> but let the story die. <laughs> I was like, what the? I can't even blame them. That is crazy. Wait, scratching the chest. What is with, what's with the scratching? I like, I like a nice back scratch. No, but, but he was on bottom and he blood? was on top. And I'm trying to understand, like, was she like this? Yeah, she probably was like, Rah! Have you guys ever been having sex like that and just like scratch, scratch really hard? Not on the, not like to the point of drawing blood, but yeah. Well, not like even in that position. I would not, say. no, like. What, yeah, what just like what is she down? doing? Like just on top, like this? Yeah, no, no, she wasn't scratching no, the yeah. back. She yeah, was scratching. I know, oh, I know but yeah. he was asking. Oh. Yeah. But she probably was like. Yeah. Like you know how. You, <laughs> like a tiger. That's fucking crazy. Oh wait, well, mine's not like. Logan's is the funniest. Um, I don't know. Mine's kind of fucked up. Okay. The title is How Porn Ruined Me, which is on brand, obviously. <clears throat> he said, I don't have any friends to talk to and therapy is too expensive. I just need to write it down somewhere. I started watching porn at 12 years old. It all, it all started because I looked for apps on Google Play that would make sex sounds. In the comment section, someone said that they would rather watch porn on YouPorn. This is my first time I'd ever saw the word porn. In fact, I didn't know its meaning. I just ignored it and searched for YouPorn directly. I've never heard of YouPorn. Okay. Um, at this time, <laughs> I had never masturbated. I was introduced to porn prior to masturbation. Six, year, six years later, my high school girlfriend of two years breaks up with me. We had never, we had never had sex, um, for the whole two years. I could not get hard with her. Yet she kept up with me. She watched porn with me to help me. She made sure no one was home. Every time we tried, she comforted me every time I failed. She even agreed to have sex without a condom for the first time. Nothing worked. After the breakup, I was lucky to hook up with two girls after her at different times. Thank you for clarifying. Um, I was even luckier they both agreed to do it without condom. The night ended with both of us not facing each other in bed staring at the wall. <laughs> Today, I can't get hard at all unless I watch porn, and even that, I need at least five minutes of stimulation before it gets fully hard. I can't look at a woman without staring at her body. I see women as flesh, as body parts. I look at them <laughs> and think, how can this body part pleasure me? I'm 22 years old. And then he had posted that, and then I guess a bunch of people had commented, and there's like an edit, and he's like, thank you all so much for your advice and such kind words. I tru I'm feel truly overwhelmed with love that I needed an and honestly didn't expect. Thank you, really. There are a couple things I want to clarify. At the time I was writing the post, I was nine days clean of porn. <laughs> and I will be 14 days clean on Saturday. <laughs> writing this post kept me focused on my journey. <clears throat> the women that gave me consent for unprotected sex. It's like to them. I see the wrong, I see how wrong it is for me to ask women for unprotected sex. It was a couple of years ago and I was frustrated by the relationship I had with my ex-girlfriend. Having sex became my obsession. I am not like this anymore as I was able to lose my virginity protected with a semi-hard penis, but protected. Why did that oh. sound like an acceptance speech? <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's, yeah. That's so sad. That yeah. goes directly to show you how porn fucks you up especially yeah. he started watching it at 12 yes uh, that's crazy yeah 12 yeah 12 is well i don't know when do you get your first hard on pretty early right yeah i mean i think so but i don't think i watch porn and you young. porn that sounds old as shit yeah that's like some ancient shit that's like dvd does this have a date on it no I feel I like, like maybe this ban is like... all porn sites and go back to getting the DVDs <clears> in the store. 
Oh my god, yeah, you have to walk in Blockbuster. You have to walk in there and you have to face somebody <laughs> while you're buying that porn. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> As if them. Blockbuster sold porn. Can you imagine? <laughs> of course. I miss DVD stores. That was too. such a corner. Really me and my mom would oh. always go and get a DVD. There's Remember one right Red next Boxes? To the New Art Theater. We don't have any where are we gonna We don't have a DVD player. Yeah. Let's get a player. Well, we can get an Xbox. Oh, I have one. Oh, please DVD. I just don't use it. All right, we're gonna start using it. Okay, <laughs> we're bringing it back. Bring, bring, bring it back. Honestly, bring DVDs back. I miss DVDs. Yeah, and like the movie collection that you could have. It's <laughs> so much fun. We're missing out on fucking fun shit. Seriously. Don't watch porn, kids. Yeah, all use in all, use a condom. All in all, I think <laughs> or don't. Use it's very evident <laughs> that we all have anxieties when it comes to sex. Yeah, and there's different ways to appropriately deal with them. You're not alone if you are feeling anxious about having sex with a hookup, a new partner, presenting kinks to your partner, maybe watching you, porn. Maybe you watch too much porn. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. Just get back on the Work track on today. We're here to help you. Call way on 1-800-2G1G. 1-800-2G1G will help you stay clean for porn. <laughs> that was my outro. 1-800-2G1G. Stay clean from porn. Anyways, thank you guys so much for tuning in to our podcast every single Tuesday. We're here for you no matter what <laughs> what you're dealing with. You can follow us on all our social media. Two Girls, One Gay podcast on Instagram, TikTok. Our Twitter is 2G1G pod. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a good day or evening or morning or night or week or whatever. And have protected sex. See ya. Love ya. Love ya.